Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 35 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Zohale, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and trying-to-find-where-the-fourth-wall-is wife, Anna. <laughs> you always ask me before I say hi to everyone, just ask you what is the story behind this welcoming message. Alright, so, you know, uh, this week on the podcast we're going to be talking about the episode Turtles, Turtles Everywhere, yes. and this episode had a lot, a lot of fourth wall breaking. <laughs> like, it, it really got to the point of, like, I, I think this is the point in the show where, like, the writers were like, okay, you know what? Screw it. It's a cartoon. Like, <laughs> the kids know it's a cartoon. Uh, we know it's a cartoon. Let's not, let's stop hiding it's a cartoon now. Let's have fun. Let's have fun, exactly. I mean, because, like, you know, the beginning of the series, it was like, like, you know, I mean, it was always goofy, but it was, like, in this, like, oh, okay, we have, like, these real-world situations, if mutants were real or something like that, and then it just keeps getting wackier and wackier, and then, like, over, I, I felt like this was, like, the, the cutting-off point. This is, like, the, oh, all right, all right, all right, we can do whatever we want. We we have, like, Dr. Seuss hands in this episode. <laughs> uh, bef uh, before we get into the episode, something I want to talk about uh, last week's episode Old Man Winters pointed this out that, you know, last week we talked about the Four Musket Turtles. Uh -huh. And it was one episode that was available in the 90s for the the toy, the, te the teddy bear toy, TV Teddy. Uh -huh. And I'm sure you have no idea what that is. No. All right. So let me tell you about this. All right. So back in the... 80s because i remember i had this there was this teddy bear that you can play cassette tapes in and it was called teddy ruxpin did you ever have that in like in iran no no okay so you put in like you put in a storybook uh uh tape in there and the the bear the plush bear would just be like telling you the story and everything, and, he, uh, and that's, that's how that, that's how it worked, and I, I think sometimes it came with a book, sometimes it didn't come with a book, um, I never owned one as a kid, I just remember seeing these things, uh -huh. well, you know, that toy got, like, super popular, that toy had its own cartoon show, and I remember the cartoon show, and, and then eventually, you got, like, the companies, be, like, tried to compete with them, with uh -huh. that one. And so, here comes an item. It was called TV Teddy. Now, I do remember this item, but up until last week, I thought TV Teddy and Teddy Ruxpin were the same thing. I didn't realize it was another company trying to fight Teddy Ruxpin. So, how did you find out? What? Um, I mean, I found out because uh, Old Man Winters said that this episode was part of that that series uh -huh. and so i was like looking into it and um just to like find out uh things about it uh -huh. so 
Yeah, like this, like so. This teddy bear is not Teddy Ruxpin. It's like something else that's going around, but it looks just like Teddy Ruxpin. Like I'll show you the two pictures. You would think it's the same. It's the same bear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. But this is how the bear worked. Was you? So the bear came with uh, video cassette tapes. Uh-huh. And you would play a video cassette tape, and while the video is playing, the bear would be talking, and he would like talk about the episode. So, how the technology was behind it? Like, okay, there's some sort of encoding that was in the video. Uh, ca- that was in the video uh, cassette, uh-huh. and that would like trigger some um some like device. And that device would talk to the bear. And and that's how the bear would know what to say. And so, I mean, and like, there was like several uh, shows uh, for this bear to watch. I know one of them was Berenstain Bears. (laughs) Uh, And... But it was cute or it was creepy? No, it, it was cute. Actually, I thought it was like adorable. Uh-huh. It, it, um, it was cute. I never owned it. And like, now, I was actually trying to find, I was trying to find video of what the bear would say for the four musketurtles. Uh-huh. And I couldn't find anything. No one like, no one like recorded this bear talking. Uh, I, I know. I know, exactly. Now, here's the thing. He has two episodes. There's two video cassettes for this bear for Ninja Turtles. There's a four musketeers. Four musketeers. We we missed it. That that was last week. But the next one is Return of the Turtleoids, which is I believe season six or maybe five. It's it's either I believe it's season six. I think season five is the tur- the first tur- Turtleoids episode. So I'm putting this out here. But is there any way to get it? See that that's what I'm getting to. This is what I'm putting out here. All right, guys. If you guys really want to know what this bear actually says, if you want to hear what we think, what we how we say how this bear thinks, like well, so what he says, like during the episode, I need your guys' support. I need you guys to let us know that you like that you want us to get this bear. If you guys say that, I will go track down and get this bear and get the video cassette. And I already have a VCR. I already have a VCR that, 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 can, uh, that can work and everything. So I need to know your interest. Because if you guys, if enough of you guys are interested, I will do this. And you guys got a, got a couple of years to show the, in, your interest. All right? I'm just saying. Because I, I, I personally, I'm kind of interested. But I oh, I'm very interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know. If you guys want, you got share the interest out there. Just, just be like, oh, you know what? I want to know what this, what this bear says while, while, while we're you're watching the episode. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's up to you guys if T, if TVD Teddy is going to be guest starring in our podcast or not. Please say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, also, just to let you guys know. Uh, also, uh, because what I really want you guys also to do, our next episode that we will be looking at is Cowabunga Shredhead. That is my absolute favorite episode of Ninja, Ninja Turtles. 
what I want you guys to do, and we're going to give you plenty of time because we're taking next week off. I want to hear some voicemails. I want to hear your opinions. I want, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about Kyle Bunger Shredhead or any of your favorite episodes of uh, of Ninja Turtles. I I really want voicemails. Just really want voicemails. I really want to feature just because this is a, spe- a special episode for me. I want this to be a really special podcast, <laughs> and you guys who are listening can make that happen. <laughs> oh. Yes, please make it happen. All right. So, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, normally, we save it for the end. I just want to make sure that the uh, that, that everyone hears it. Now, before we get into the news, we have a very special guest. We're t- going to be talking to co-creator Kevin Eastman. All right, guys. Uh, we got an awesome guest with us right here. We got one of the co-creators of the Ninja Turtles. We got Kevin Eastman joining us right now. <laughs> hey, guys. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. So, uh, what uh, what a lot of our listeners probably don't realize is that you you and Peter didn't actually do a lot of the writing in the show actually none of the writing in the in the actual uh, cartoon show it was you just you did the comics and then Fred Wolf films they did the actual uh, cartoon series well yeah you know just to clarify one of the things that Pete and I were very specific on um, for the cartoon series um, and the movies anything to done with the turtles um, because when we were growing up, our hero was Jack Kirby and Jack Kirby created and co-created most of the Marvel universe. And a lot of times when it went on to other things, he didn't get to participate, you know, creatively or even profit wise. And so we were well aware of Kirby's legacy. So when we had an agent, we started looking for these deals, whether it be toys or cartoon shows. I think we had 100% say we had 100% approval. So we read every script. We commented on every script. We made notes on every script. All the final designs were based on, Pete and I's approval, whether you're talking toys, movies, everything. So we were, you know, we actually went from, you know, say 1987, spending 90% of our time drawing comic books and publishing them to the next year, we're spending 90% of our time managing all things Turtles. So we worked on the movies, we worked on our cartoon shows and, and, you know, all 288 episodes and loved every minute of it. We, so Fred Wolf was, um, an interesting character to work with, but we were fully, uh, we had our sleeves rolled up and we were there every step of the way and it had the best time ever. Awesome. So what was the process of you guys like giving that franchise over to Fred Wolf uh, to like take over? Um, well, like I said, it's like he didn't take over. Um, he was basically, um, he had the license to produce the cartoon show. So what he would do is Say for the first five episodes, he hired a fantastic writer named David Wise, who just we lost recently. He passed away last year. And his writing partner was a a lady named uh, Patty Howard. And so what they would do is they would write a premise for a show and then they would send it to Pete and I. Pete and I would read it, would make notes on it, comments and send it back, which then they'd do revisions until we finally ended up with a script that could then be adapted into uh, storyboards and then the final animation. When Fred Wolf designers worked on the look of the characters, they had to send them to us. Pete and I approved them because we wanted to look like our turtles, not some. They not they couldn't just do anything they wanted to do that we wanted our control. So the Shredder had our approval, Bebop and Rocksteady, the, every single thing that you guys saw in the turtle cartoon, we saw first. We commented, and most times we drew a lot of those characters. The original designs, a lot of them were based on stuff we did in the role-playing games. And see, we would work at the same time because we were working with a toy company. So we'd work with designs 
that would become toys, but those toys had to also become part of the cartoon show. It was so Pete and I were in the middle of directing both. So, uh, um, so it was great to, to have that relationship where, um, we had the control of, uh, you know, so if they decided to put the turtles in, you know, pink tutus and, 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 you know, Viking helmets, they couldn't do it without our permission. You know, we wanted them to look like our turtles. Yeah. So I'm curious, like who gave the color of the bandana, uh, and, is there any relationship between the personality of that turtle and the color that you chose? Yeah, that was actually Peter Laird's idea. Um, and that was developed um, over at the toy company first, where we were working with Playmates Toys. Because Playmates became our first partner. And then Playmates and we found Fred Wolf. We hired Fred Wolf to do the service work of the animation. But Playmates said, um, you know, we love the characters. They all have red bandanas. Can we come up with something that you can tell them apart a little bit more? Um, and Pete said, well, how about different different colors? So orange for Michelangelo, it's kind of a, he's the kind of party guy, funny guy. So orange seems kind of a silly color. Um, blue for Leonardo, it's very, um, ro it's kind of a royal color, um, regal color. So he's kind of the leader guy in the katanas, old school samurai stuff. So he was uh, um, our blue. Raphael, we kept as a red because he's kind of our, Raging Raphael, he's kind of like Wolverine, so the red is like, worked for him. And then Donatello with the purple, it was, because um, his weapon is a bow staff, and purple is sort of a more peaceful, um, almost a monk-like color feel to it, and that suited Donatello. So yeah, it was all with very specific thought. We we came up with those different color bandanas, and, and that, you know, has become their trademark in every Turtle series since. That's really cool. That gives them, like, that more of that depth. Um, so... Uh, I kind of want to talk about the character ownership because, you know, uh, the the cartoon, like, they create a lot of new characters. I mean, and, like, the two most popular ones are Roxanne and Bebop, um, and, and then they took a lot of your guys' characters, like, you know, the, obviously the Turtles, Casey, even uh, Rat King and Leatherhead from the Tales series. And how did character ownership work? Were they able just to grab anything that you guys created, but, you, but were you able to... to were you able to do like anything they created for the comics as well? Um, again, we had a 100% approval over anything that was included in the show um, and anything created. Most of the stuff that came from um, us that was then put into the show was created by like, for example, um, a lot of the characters, you know, like you mentioned, Rat King and Leatherhead and of course, Casey and so many other characters that would already had existed in the, in the uh, black and white series before we started working on the cartoon. But most of it was based on, toy concept so um we had the role-playing game of course where you see we had a mutated warthog and we had a mutated rhino and we had all those so the basis for so many of those were already existing in the mirage universe so we would work with playmates would come up with a design for characters that we liked and would make interesting toys and then it was you know then basically fred wolf was paid to put them into the show based on stories that were written around the introduction of these characters even you can look at a character like Krang, which we all love so dearly from those early series. That was based on a race of these little fleshy-headed mutants that we had called uh, the Utroms from the original Mirage series with the little exoskeletons they were putting inside the body. So everything is based on and approved on from Mirage slash Playmates and then as it made its way into the show. So I think at the end of – so we owned everything um, with some exceptions like uh, I think Vern and Irma and a few other things that Fred Wolf specifically brought in that we said – those but otherwise everything was uh, owned and controlled by mirage oh wow cool uh so kevin uh i want to know that uh when they were producing the cartoon uh did you uh were you like watching in that keep up keep up with the cartoon or you were like busy like uh doing your own art projects 
No, we watched them um, because, you know, like every we'd see um, storyboards, we'd see. Um, uh, so like once, you know, each step of the, you know, they'd, they'd write the treatment. Pete and I would work on that, send notes back and then they'd send us the script um, notes back. Um, then they'd work on that. Then from that, they would do the storyboards of sort of pacing it out what the backgrounds would look like. We'd look over those. And then when it's the final animation, we'd see rough cuts and things. Um, uh, so we, we were involved in each of the steps. And uh, um, it's funny, you just reminded me of uh, one of my favorite parts of those early years of the Turtles animated cartoon show was we were working on the theme song, um, which, you know, we got a couple different versions from this uh, up and coming composer named Chuck Lorre. Um, <laughs> I heard you know, we did well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he wrote this wonderful theme song and, and it's still, you know, you can hear it playing in your head time, time again. So we were, we had three versions and the one that we approved is the one that they used, which is uh, written by, Ch you know, Chuck Lorre did the final work on that. So we, we loved um, being involved in it because it was sort of a very similar, certainly with the animation, it was very similar to what we were doing on the comic books was you know it's just creating art and uh you know back in those days it was hand drawn i think they were doing about 122,000 cells for each 2 minute cartoon show it was an amazing amount of work um all hand painted <laughs> exactly um so uh one last uh question uh what are you uh currently uh working on and how has the pandemic like changed your working style well, um, what I'm currently working on now is a is a um, it's called the Last Ronin, and the Last Ronin is based on an idea that Peter and I wrote in 1987, and uh, it was set 30 years in the future. Well, 30 years in the future from 87 would have been 2017. <laughs> so, uh, as Tom Wallace and I were finishing, um, Tom Wallace is an incredible writer um, who wrote all 100 issues of the. Uh, uh, we worked on the on the IDW comic series, and he was the head writer on all of those, and such a fantastic guy. So we were trying to decide what we wanted to do next, and so um, we said, uh, um, let's take this idea that Pete and I had originally done, start it in 2020, but set it, you know, it would flash back to 2020, but it would set 20, 25 years in the future. So it's a five issue series, um, 40 pages each, based on an original Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird idea. And the first issue came out um, two weeks ago. And so we got four, four more issues to go. Um, and then um, one of the things I missed the most about uh, the pandemic is that um, Courtney and I would do 16 to 20 shows per year um, uh, coming out, meeting you guys, hanging out with you, going, you know, all over the U.S., all over the world, and meet the coolest, awesomest fans and get a chance to thank them in person for giving us the greatest job ever because I wouldn't have my job if we didn't have fans like you guys. So I would say, you know, and I probably speak for all of us, uh, you fans and, and, and Courtney and I, that we miss seeing you guys out there, but we know that you all are being safe and that um, once things are on the right track, we're going to get back out there again. I got a chance to hang out and that, and that we, that's something we really look forward to, but you know, otherwise, you know, we, we work at home. So I'm like, I've, I've got two desks in here. I'm drawing all the time and having the best time ever. And that's, uh, and that's with special thanks to you guys. So I have a great job for you because of you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we were supposed to meet you actually back in March. Um, but you know, that's when everything started uh, shutting down, but that we were supposed to meet you back in uh, Kentucky actually. Uh, and I think that was the first convention that got closed down. <laughs> um, yeah, we were actually, we were in Australia when everything closed down, we were doing two week, two weekend shows there. And we were actually worried for a while that we weren't going to be able to make it back into the to the U.S. because <laughs> it was a hotel we were staying in in Australia 
the hotel next to us is where Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, you know, got contacted COVID. They were down there shooting something. And so we were like, we thought they'd be like going to ban us from getting out of Australia to get back to the States. And we were like, Oh, we want to get back to our family and our dogs and everything. But, uh, yeah, then, yeah, Kentucky was right after that. So, yeah, we, we unfortunately, you know, we missed um, seeing you all at probably 14 more sh- 14 shows were canceled for us this year. So, um, but, uh, so hope to see you soon out there. Yes, yes, yes. Thank we, you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for this. This was, Thank you for the opportunity. And we still have lots of questions for you. So hopefully we ha- we'll have another chance uh, to talk to you. And hopefully next time we'll be actually in person. But thank you so much for your time, Kevin. Yeah, my pleasure. And yeah, like I said, the the we've got four more issues of Last Ronin coming. They're bi-monthly, so it's going to be another nine months we're working on. So maybe yeah, check back in a couple months and let us know how we're doing. So uh, yeah, oh, we we'll definitely will. <laughs> I, I love the first issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, listen, it was a real pleasure speaking to you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day and um, stay safe. And uh, look forward to talking to you and seeing you soon. I really appreciate it for Kevin for giving us that time. That was incredible. I learned so much. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. There's like, I, I personally, I didn't know he was that involved with the cartoon series. When they gave us the chance to talk to him, I really thought like, oh, oh, we'll probably have like maybe five minutes of talk. And like, obviously, I mean, if we could have had him for... If we could have him for like two hours, we would have had him for two hours. <laughs> exactly. This was the first time I was talking to him and it was like amazing. Yes, it really was amazing. And I, I know, yeah. So um, a few years ago, I actually got to interview him and my poor wife, she was in the room. <laughs> but she was handling the camera that was pointed straight at me. And so all she could do is hear his voice. <laughs> and but she never even got to see his face. Yes, exactly. And like so, so now it was the opposite. And like you know, we, uh, especially he he was nice enough. Um, like he actually uh, he went on a video for us when we, we were talking. Like originally it was supposed to be like over the phone, and he was so kind enough to uh, do it through uh, Skype for us uh, to make it easier on us. Yes, yes. Uh, he's a super uh, humble and uh, nice person. Yeah, exactly. You, when you talk, like, if, if you ever get a chance to talk to him, you wouldn't even think that he co-created one of, like, the, like, most well-known franchises that oh, for over 36 years now. Exactly. Like, very humble. Um, well, let's get into the news. Again, since we're getting towards the holiday, not too much. But more. it's more meaty than last week. <laughs> Alright, let's go uh, to the first thing. And this is going to make you happy. <laughs> Alright, so uh, <laughs> Funko has announced eight new... Uh, soda, uh, vinyl characters. Oh my god, these are so cute. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I'm not showing you all eight. Rocksteady. Yeah, so we're lo- we're only looking at Rocksteady. Uh, so just like the other, uh, soda figures, uh, these are going to be lit- limited to twelve to twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, 
2,500 of them are going to be the Chase variant. The Chase, oh, we did not get an image. I, I tried to find an image of the Chase variant of, of Rocksteady, but uh, the, the Chase of Rocksteady is going to be him in, like, in a blue color. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, but I didn't actually get, I couldn't find an actual image of it. I'm not sure when this is the release. Now, what's weird to me is that, you know, we have Bebop coming out, so we knew Roxette was coming. Yes. We still don't have Raphael. Like, we have no word on Raphael. Like, Rocksteady made it before Raphael. I really think that they're keeping Raphael for, like, that we keep going back to the website. I, to be honest, I think you're right. I think they're they're just like teasing us. They're like, I would not be I would not be surprised if like Crane comes out before, uh, Crane comes out before Raphael. I wouldn't even be surprised if April and Casey comes before Raphael at this point. I'm just hoping it's one it's not one of those products that they only give us like, like. A... Yeah yeah yeah, where we don't complete it. Yes, and oh my god, they always bother you for the rest of your life. Oh my god, that is why I don't have. Uh, I believe it's the. Um, Savage Dragon, or I forget, I forget what line it was. It, but it was a line of action figures that was made in the, in the '90s, um, and it was the same people who made uh, Savage Dragon. I'm, I'm forgetting on the company name now, but they only made three of the turtles. They didn't make Michelangelo. That's so wrong. I know exactly, and like that's why I never, that's why I never had like. I never, like, went in and, like, if you remember, like, we saw them at a convention and you're like, oh, these look cool. How come you don't have them? And I told you, they didn't make, they didn't make the fourth one. Like, it's hard for me to buy it when there's only, like, like you know, three or, like, when it's, like, three of the four, I can't do it. Like, if it's two of the four, it's a little doable for me. Yes. But three of the four, that, that's, like, the I worst. I think we have to send uh, Monk to talk to Funko about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right Funko. When's Raphael coming? Come, come on. Like, <laughs> um, but but yeah. So that's really uh. So if you collected the sodas before, it's pretty much the same thing as you guys have seen. The next thing I want to talk about is uh, it's a little sad news. Um, like you know, uh, sad, frustrating, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're gonna talk about Last Ronin. Uh, like, all right, Last Last Ronin issue number two was originally scheduled to come out. December 16th, so like a month from now. Uh -huh. Exactly a month from now, actually. Oh, well, uh, unfortunately, just like issue one, uh, there are uh, delays coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's the unfortunate thing. And now uh, IDW Publishing has listed that it's not coming to retail until January 27th. So, um, so we're going to have to wait another month. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this doesn't mean that the, the series is going to be, like, quarterly. Uh, hopefully, like, hopefully between issue two and issue three is not another three months either. Yeah. I mean, two months is already a long time. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, Joe, Joe's already saying geez. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh, no, 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 no. I feel the same way. It's like... Uh, now I'm thinking maybe they're hoping that the COVID be... Uh, gone by that time and they can like sell more I don't know maybe I mean but no this is like yeah that yeah that, it, it, it's an unfortunate uh, it's an unfortunate delay uh, I, I mean it's already driving me crazy that I had to wait two months between issues and this was like one of those like I want to read it like right away and like already and now that I've already read it I'm like no, now I have to wait it was it was just one of those that 
do I read this now or do I wait till all five come out so I don't have to have the anticipation? <laughs> I mean, and IDW, you're just, just making it worse on us. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Delays happens. <laughs> and I'm sure there's good reasons. I'm just really hoping, just really hoping between issue two and three is not three months as well. Yes. I mean, that that's just, oh my gosh. That would like... But yeah, uh, that's really all we have uh, for last Ronin over there. Um, all right, and for uh, uh, yeah, uh, so Joe is saying I heard it was supposed to be released by month. It was originally was supposed to be re released uh, by monthly. Originally, it was the first issue was supposed to come out in August, and the second issue was supposed to come in um, October. And, uh, like, you know, and it's supposed to be in that way. So, like, everything already got shifted. And now it just, uh, like, yeah, it, it is supposed to be bi-monthly. I'm just hoping I, it's I not quarterly. I can understand with all this situation, all these things happen. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, obviously, when they made all that, that original schedule, there was no COVID. I mean, well, there was there was a COVID, but it wasn't a pandemic yet. Yeah. It was, it was just a, oh, hopefully this thing will go away. <laughs> and it didn't really go away. <laughs> All right. So our last bit of news is actually going to make you happy. And I, I know I know you already saw this picture. <laughs> All right. I was screaming again. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All, right. All right. For you guys in the audio podcast, what we are looking at is they have, uh, Hot Wheels is making another um, Nickelodeon monster truck uh, uh, series. Just to let you know, I think we uh, for our family, you have to get one for yourself, one for your son, and one just for me. Uh, I, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. I think this one I need I need to get, like, uh, three of them. Uh, the one we are looking at is Krang. Uh, so none of the other Hot Wheels cars ever had Krang on it. That's this so is our, cool. our first one, actually, with Krang. Uh, this is, like I said, this is a series. Um, like, the last Nickelodeon series was uh, SpongeBob that made, like, five cars. Five monster cars for SpongeBob. Uh -huh. They're making five monster one monster cars for Ninja Turtles. Uh, like so, this one we're getting the four turtles and we're getting Crank. I love that the turtles are different. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. So these are these are kind of similar to the. If you remember, like, do you remember like the Hot Wheels cars we got like uh, almost a year ago? Like when the actually when the podcast first started, yes. we talked about uh, the Hot Wheels cars, and like they just had like they just took uh, random styles of cars and then they just painted the turtle faces on it. Yes, that's what they're doing here with these uh, monster trucks. They're just they're just taking like previous styles of the monster trucks that Hot Wheels released before, uh -huh. and they're just painting the turtles, and then the last one they're painting Krang on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But still is fun. No, no, no. It's, it's still fun. Uh, Hot Wheels has done this for Spongebob. They also recently did it for uh, Nintendo with uh, with their characters. And now they're doing it with Ninja Turtles. Our son's going to love these. <laughs> Our son loves the monster trucks. <laughs> like, just greatly loves the monster trucks. Mommy loves Crank. Yes, 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 yes. Mommy loves Crank. I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure Anna gets a Crank monster truck. And she can... Use that to play with uh, our son with that. <laughs> <laughs> and that is everything we have for this week. So, well, you know, uh, not as light as last week, but still kind of light. And like I said, it's the holidays. All right, honey, 
You ready to get into uh, the episode? Oh yes! After seeing that uh, crank, I'm ready to race into the, <laughs> the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you get that crank monster truck. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that happens. All right, let's do this. All right. So this week we're talking about the episode "Turtles, Turtles Everywhere," which is season three, episode seventeen. This episode originally aired on October 17th, 1989. It was directed by Bill Wolf and written by David Bennett Karen and J. Larry Carroll. What is up with these people with using three names as I, Jason Sohala Scary, <laughs> want to know? <laughs> Alright, honey, you want to give us a summary? First of all, I, I, I love the uh, all the episode titles. They're they're like the most creative ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Have you noticed? Shredder actually says the episode title like in in the middle of the episode. Yes, yes. Right. I heard it. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, let's get to that summary. Everyone's been dying to hear it. Okay, I'm just trying not to. Like last time, I said everything except the most important part. <laughs> I'm trying to think what what is the most important part. <laughs> Well, well, there's only one plot in this one, I will say. <laughs> Last time you had, like, two plots. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can get the plot. <laughs> okay, um, so in this episode, um, um, the turtles, they're, they're, uh, they're in the sewers and everywhere is mess and everything. Uh, so that, uh, then... Um, uh, um, then they find out that there is a machine uh, that um, uh, there's a new technology uh, that uh, recycle um, stuff, and um, so they start cleaning the sewers, and then um, um, the crank and Shredder uh, try to decode the uh, machine uh, to um, to get the turtles. <laughs> you are smiling and I'm using my <laughs> losing my confidence and uh, they, uh, then they decode the machine and uh, they um, they put like a, um, a device on the machine that looks like a turtle and then uh, Shredder is controlling it so that um, the machine uh, try to capture all the turtles in the city and uh, like everywhere uh, and uh, um and then uh, Krang, uh, Krang is happy because he says the turtle that he finally, he, uh, eventually he, he get the ninja turtles. And then, um, so finally he, finally the machine get the ninja turtles. And then uh, there was a turtle that was in danger. And um, um, so April was so concerned about it. Then the turtle came and uh, uh, like um, bite the tie around their hands and so and they free the turtle and the april and then the turtle the donatello and then um they start um cleaning the turtles from the computer to get out of there and then um they uh, find out that device thing so the devices start uh the, the recycle machine uh, stop uh getting the order from uh shredder so uh, then that's how they rescue themselves 
<laughs> Sounds great. That sounds great. No, you did no, a good job. I said the, the plot correct, isn't you it? You said the plot very correctly. <laughs> you, you had a smile. Because it was cute. <laughs> it's so cute when the, to see you like trying to remember what you just saw like 10 minutes ago or 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm, so bad. I'm so bad at memorizing, <laughs> remembering the stories. Oh uh, yes, you're you you, have, you really do have like a goldfish memory about like <laughs> stories because like we'll go see a movie and then right after the movie like Anna can't tell you what she saw like even if she enjoys it so much seriously I I I was always like that I never can like follow the story <laughs> like like you are why TV like shows reruns. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like, there's a lot of people who can, like, watch something once and, like, okay, I don't need, I don't need to see it again. Anna's the exact opposite. Anna needs to see it, like, 15 times. <laughs> and then she might remember what it was about. I mean, it's not like that I'm not as smart. I'm smart in so no. many things, but... No, 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 you just, you watch something, then you forgot what happens. Like, I, I'm not saying... <laughs> it's it's not anything about your intelligence. I'm just saying, like, it's it's more of your attention span. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, when this episode like first begins, we we get shot of this new garbage dump building, and like it looks like something from a sci-fi futuristic. Uh, building. Yes, the very long uh, right. building. Right, right, exactly. Like, I mean, first it's like tall, and like, and then they reveal like, oh yeah, this is like where they're dumping garbage. In. And I'm like, you're dumping garbage in this like fancy building. <laughs> I, I, I understand they reveal like, okay, everything's automated, it's all like computerized, but still, this is like, <laughs> this looks like a- alien technology. That, like, they're trying to take over the world. Then... It, it looks like a modern museum. Right, exactly. Like, it, like yeah, like, they should have gone with, I don't know, maybe not not something so tall, I'll say. Yeah. Like, something futuristic looking, but not, like, not something that takes, like, five minutes to scan, to pan all the way up. Yes, exactly. And... While this is going on, obviously, uh, April and Vernon are there. They're covering it as news. And we see that the turtles are watching it in the sewer. And did you see their TV? It was the, the one that with the book again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one with the book again. But I want to point out, because, all right. You know how, like, we're, we're, while we're watching Ninja Turtles, we see sometimes they have a black and white TV, sometimes they have a color oh, TV. Oh, yes, yes. Today, they have a color TV. Yes. Uh, it, 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 I think it just depends on the channel. Yeah, it, I th- yeah, I think it just depends on the episode. But, yeah, this is, like, like because, like, every time April's on, it's always color. Yes. Uh, that's something I've always, like, noticed. Like, they never see April in black and white. <laughs> They're, I mean, you know... Like obviously they I think they pull out the the color TV for channel six and then like I was like oh 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 the monster movies we like to watch no no we we're, we watch those in black and white <laughs> I think no I think actually I remember we had old TV sometimes that happened like some channels like they had like 
we, we saw them in a good color and some channels it was like <laughs> <laughs> it would depend on like the signal yes. the signal from the antenna yeah but uh, at the beginning we see another like cameraman which is not april or vernon right where was this cameraman last week with in, in, in the Mardi Gras party, because you know they had to bring poor Irma. <laughs> See, they told me that I have a fish memory for a second. I was so scared. Like, what was last episode? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously, Channel Six has some more camera people. They have some more people that are work there. They're not like. That, that obviously they don't, th- these people don't have names, but they do have people who don't have names that work there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, See, and uh, it was here that Sheridan mentioned the Santa Claus. Yes, here's where, okay, because um, also in the beginning we see Roxanne and Bebop, and like Bebop calls Shredder, and he's like, hey, hey Shredder, it's me, Bebop, and like Shredder like, like go, he goes all sarcastic. Like he was like, "Oh no, I thought you were Santa Claus." <laughs> Santa, like obviously Shredder's getting because the holidays are coming up. Shredder is getting ready. Shredder's getting into the holiday spirit. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like here we, we're learning that like Shredder wants to send Roxanne Bebop into the building because they're trying to figure out a way to take over the 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 garbage building. Like, you know, and also when we cut into the turtle sewer, you know, we, we have the scene where Michelangelo is trying to wake up the other turtles and like, you know, we, he, we hear Leonardo snoring and everything. <laughs> I just want to note that their rooms are like super tiny in this episode. Yes. Like, I mean, cause like when we see like Leonardo, Leonardo looks like, he's as big as the room. Yes, he's half out of the room. Right, exactly. <laughs> Another thing that I, I thought that was, like, very, like, silly. Like, a sprinter was sitting on the couch. Right. Watching TV. And then, I think it was Michelangelo uh, sitting on a stool behind the couch. Watching TV. Right. I was like, is it... Movie theater that you but you don't sit next to your father. Right, right, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That was strange. <laughs> that that was a very strange. Like, I, like, and like, I don't know what the point. Cause all right, they have the couch. They also have like the the chair, and then like Mikey sits on some random stool. And it it wasn't like next to the couch. It was like behind the right, couch. Right, it was behind it. Like, I mean, there's so much air. There's, there's so much area. Like, I know it's like, the people who draw animating. the backgrounds. They draw enough for five people to sit down. Because, like, you you can have uh, three or four people on that couch and one person on the chair. And they just, uh, I don't know, like, whoever, like, animated was like, you know what, I, I think there's not enough room. Let's put a stool behind the, behind the couch. <laughs> that, that was very silly. Yeah, that, 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 that was very silly. I definitely agree. They're showing that the sewer's a big mess in this episode because, you know, this episode's about garbage. So they gotta, they gotta show, like, okay, since this episode's about garbage, we gotta show that the turtles are, are messy people. Yes. And, I mean, and to be honest, this is not a far-fetched thing because we've seen the turtles, we've seen the sewer, we've seen mess before. Yes. They just, like, put more of the mess. 
Yes. Eight, um, in this episode, just to kind of accentuate it. But, like, after they, they see this uh, news broadcast, they're like, all right, all right, guys, we got to clean. And, like, Splinter's all happy about this. You would think, you would think, like, Splinter, like, you know, like, being the quote-unquote adult of this, like, family, he would, he would, like, at least clean up, like, the area around him. <laughs> like, I mean, because, you know, our son, I mean, our, our son's only two, but he's, he makes a mess, but we still clean up after him. Yes. And I'm pretty sure when he's a teenager, we'll be cleaning up after him, too, because we don't want to, like, live in the filth. Yes, exactly. But, like, the Splinter just kind of, like, just ignores it. Splinter is a rat. Uh, oh, well, that's true. Splinter is a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> his his rat part of his DNA was like, ah, this mess, this mess is good. <laughs> but what I like is, like, we get to the point where Splinter's like, thank you, April. And then all of a sudden we see April, like, wink at the TV. Now, this is not the first time we've seen April, like, wink at the TV for, like, the... The turtles or or Splinter before. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was really funny. It was like, first of all, how Splinter is talking to TV, and then right. TV get a reaction back. Right, 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 exactly. Now, like I said, this was not our first time we've seen it. We've we've seen this a couple of times. <laughs> but what I loved about this one was Splinter actually acknowledges that this this shouldn't have this shouldn't happen. <laughs> and, and like Splinter was like I need to stop eating those late night sushi snacks Oh he said that? Yeah Oh I didn't pay, that, pay attention uh, Oh no 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 no. He, he says that he he, he, he kind of acknowledges That the this TV shouldn't react to him <laughs> So, so that, that, was, that was a cool little Addition that they put in there Yes uh, But two things that uh, I, I like that when the um, I think it was Mikey that called all the turtles. Yeah, Mikey was the one who called all the turtles. When they called it, when um, Raph was coming, uh, he was like, he was like a complete like a boy. He was a messy boy, like jump. He was jumping and mm-hmm. like kicking all this stuff. And right, right, right. Yeah, he kicked all the garbage around. It was so much Raph. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I really like that part. Also, um, the other thing that I thought it was very really, like ironic was. Uh, they said that uh, we are a bunch of animals living here. Yes, yes. Uh, I meant to write that down. I forgot to write that. But yeah. <laughs> but like they're commenting about the mess and they're like, what, does a bunch of animals like live around here? Like, like, or like, or no, no. And they said it looks like a bunch of animals are living here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what another thing they commented, which I liked was uh, they're commenting about the, about the garbage and they're saying like, oh, like the stuff that Mikey puts on his pizza. And at least someone is acknowledging <laughs> that the weird the toppings that they put on the pizza are really weird. <laughs> and I think this is the this is I don't know it is the last one, but at least this is the first one that uh, this episode is um, about the environment and saving right. the turtles and nature and all these things. Right, right, right. This is I don't believe. Okay. I don't believe this is the last time that they talk about, like, saving the environment, especially in the 90s. Um, that was a big push that they're trying to get kids. Because, like, in the, the 90s was really about, like, oh, 
we got to teach kids to save the environment and like not to litter and that kind of stuff. That was like, that was a very big push then. I don't know if future episodes they talk about, I want to say in future episodes they do. I do know that when this show moves into the channel CBS, they had turtle tips, which was about saving the environment. Yeah, yeah, because like it was all about like you know, um, like don't pollute, uh, like you know, save energy. It it, it was all these like energy saving, uh, energy saving and um and and uh, non littering uh things that are teaching kids that oh, they cool. use within the turtles. Right. So we get back into April, and April and Vernon they're now inside the the futuristic garbage dump thing and we get to meet the character dump 1000 <laughs> dump 1000 is basically a giant eyeball that just moves around and this eyeball is like everywhere in the in the building like wherever you go Dump 1000 is there. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's... It, it, I don't know if there's one eyeball or, like, just every room has an eyeball and Dump 1000 <laughs> just, like, controls it. And, like... But it's, like, memory or cognitive state can only go at one eyeball at a time. Like, I, th- that's, like, not... Like, it's not clear on, like, how, like, how the eyeball works. But we just know... We just know Dump 1000 is an eyeball. <laughs> and it's all over the building. And, um, and it also has just a lot of Dr. Seuss-like hands. I mean, because, like, like, alright, so, before we get introduced to Dump 1000, we see the garbage trucks. Uh-huh. And the garbage trucks are also, like, automated. Yes. And they have hands. And, like, in like when, when they put out the hands, like, it has, like, the Mickey Mouse gloves kind of thing. And we're just seeing it, like, grab trash cans, dump it in there. And we see some that have, like, a broom and a dustpan on it. It's, like, sweeping the... Literally sweeping the floors of New York and the streets of New York. Um, but, yeah, like... But that's basically what Dump 1000 is. And um, at one point, Vernon is, like, in the trash. And Dump 1000... Saves him from the trash compactor so he doesn't get crushed. And Vernon has all the stink lines and the flies as he hugs April. Um, yes, yes. I saw that uh, Vernon hug uh, April. Right. Because he always hates April. Right, right, right. Exactly. He also has, like, this, like, jealousy of April. Yes. And here, like, he, he hugs her. Yes. And he has, like, just the stink lines. Like, you, you, like, you know, we, we've seen that in, like, cartoons, like the... Yes, when yeah. someone smells. Like... So, someone smells. We have to have like we have to show it visually, and we have to have the flies in there buzzing around. <laughs> and then here at this point, this is where Roxanne and Bebop they're trying to enter in the building, and when they enter in the building, Dump One Thousand comes out and it's like, "What's the password?" And did you did you realize what uh what Rocksteady said? Okay, Roxy says, he says the password is, he asks, is it, uh, open says me? And it's obviously a pun, it's supposed to be the open sesame. 
Uh, yeah, you, you know what that is from, right? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, it's from. <laughs> sorry, it's from. Uh, yeah. it's a very famous password from Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. Oh really? Yeah, and right now everyone who's listening to this podcast is going to question if you're Middle Eastern or not now. <laughs> Because, you know, Alibaba and the Forty Thieves is one of Shahrazad's uh, uh, tales. Yes, but I didn't watch them in English. I watched them in my own language. Uh, well, well, what was the password in, in, in Farsi or in your own language? I mean, because it was supposed to be like, you know, like the like the, the spice or like, you know, like the, like the sesame seed. Oh, I don't remember. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I remember I was very young when I was watching Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the password? The password's so famous. That's what I, like. I mean, I have to, I have to ask my, my brother because he was the one who always watching Alibaba. He was the one who was always watching Alibaba? Yeah, but you, but you are making me embarrassed in this uh, <laughs> podcast. Because it's cute? <laughs> You're questioning so many of my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, people people know you're Middle Eastern, and they're just like thinking. Yes, but when I was in Middle East, I didn't know that one time. I, one day I would come to America, and everyone questioning me about Middle Eastern to pay attention better to my to, to, to Alibaba, to Alibaba, and memorize the password. <laughs> but yeah, that but uh, but yeah, the because I was it was more like a. Cartoon that boys were interested. I I wasn't into other stuff. You're into other stuff. All right, all right, all right. I was into a girl that <laughs> wasn't looking for her mom. <laughs> Those days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by this point, um, you know, Sh- Shredder, you know, he gets inside. Uh, he this is like when Shredder uh gets inside the building, and Crane gives him the. The device that it looks like a turtle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he, it was a turtle. Yeah, it was a turtle. Yeah. And he gives him the device that looks like a turtle, and he puts it uh, onto the machine, and in this way, he's able to control Dump One Thousand himself. Yes. And and then like so. Shred- this was the first time that we, we not the first time I'm sorry, but uh, we usually see the uh, face of the crying in the in that. Phone kind right, of thing. right, right. In the the comlink. Yes, but in this episode, it was most of the most of the time it was Shredder. Yeah, most of the time it was Shredder. When Shredder talks, because he calls Krang, we see then we see Krang. Yes. Yeah, we, we definitely see uh, we definitely see uh, Krang there, and we we see we only see Krang. We don't see like android body of Krang. We we just see like Krang's actual face. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so. Shredder, he has control of uh, Dump 1000. He was like, all right, I want you to kidnap the turtles. And Dump 1000 takes it literally and starts kidnapping every turtle that exists in New York. So now mentioning that he kidnapped, uh, somewhere, like, I think later, they, they use... say they say, they say turtle nap. Yes, is the yeah, actually I, I wrote that down. I wrote turtle nap. Is it the is it for fun or for fun? One hundred percent for fun <laughs> because like I mean I mean kidnap is the word kidnap is the phrase 
there's no such thing as turtle nap. It's just that like they're they just they just took a play of the kid uh, of the kid and like oh look and I mean, because like like a- like when April said April's like you're you're. Your ancestors are like, or like your. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not ancestors. I'm sorry. She says your distant relatives are being turtle napped, and like, you know, I was like turtle nap. I mean, I mean, and like they they are playing it off like this is a real word. Yes. I mean, you know, like, and also like, okay, at that point, like, April, April says like, I mean, it's almost like this like sarcastic joking kind of thing, like, oh. Your your distant relatives um are are being uh turtle now. I mean, you know, she couldn't say like, hey, you guys might want like instead of like saying something like that, she couldn't say something like, hey, you guys might want to watch out. The um turtles all over the city are being kidnapped or like are being captured. Instead, she has to kind of half joking it, which is kind of weird. That's what I like. That's what I, that's what like kind of bothered me with that line. Yes. Um. One thing I want to note is when, when the when the turtles, um, when like the the real turtles, like not the mutant turtles, but the like you know uh, when the when the turtles are being kidnapped or being captured. Uh-huh. They draw these turtle species like. Really good. Yes, they did. Like, I mean, every, uh, up until, like, when we see all of them in, uh, with, with Shredder, like, like, when we see them, like, individually, like, that, that older one, um, it's, like, it looks, like, amazing, and then, like, the ones in the bowl looks like, I mean, there's so much detail, it, it really was, they went to the artist and be like, hey, we need you to. They probably. I think they gave them like a sheet of like different species of turtles. Yes, I'm sure there was some research behind it. Right, and... and they're like, okay, we need you guys to get these. We need you guys to put these turtles in this episode. And they like photorealistically draw, drawn like these turtles. Yes. I mean, because like I mean, it really was like especially the sea turtle. Right. Exactly. The the Galapagos uh, sea turtle. Like you know we um. Uh, we, we, we see her later, um, they just, like, when it's her scene by herself, like, it really is, like, it almost looks like it's, this is, like, a nature cartoon. <laughs> like, I mean, and, like, they really, it was almost like the artists were like, hey, this is a show about turtles. We're gonna make sure that these turtles look amazing. And like you know, so that's like that's like uh that, that that's why I wrote about that. Like they just did a good job on drawing the turtles when it was like when they were featuring featuring each of the species of the turtles. And like I said, once it gets to the part where Shredder has all of them, like then it's I mean you know that, that that's it's where I felt like it, it kind of got like a little lazy because it was probably like, getting too crowded. And obviously they can't like all of a sudden, like, draw, like, so Pacific over there. Yes. Um. But before, before this, uh, when they, when they understood about the machine, the turtles decided that, okay, uh, let's get, uh, clean. And then, uh. Right. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, yes. Yes. 
I skipped. I skipped. Oh, um, oh, I, I skipped over that. All right. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I. Okay. Yes. They had the. Yeah. Before all of this, this is like where like turtles were like, oh, let's go cleaning, and they had the uh, brooms. Yes, and did you pay attention? It was like four different design of the brooms. Yes, yes, they had like four different design of the brooms. It was like, like, all right, I need to know. All right, I need to know what household. Like, I, I know there's like four turtles, and <laughs> there's Splinter, but like, what household has a broom for every member of the household? <laughs> like, I mean, you know, there's. I mean, technically, there's three of us, but, like, let, let's just go with the two of us right now. We only have one broom. <laughs> because we only need one broom. Yes. Like, I mean, if someone's, if someone's sweeping, uh, we don't need someone else to sweep. But, you know, because we have all this, uh, like, vacuum, all these things, that's why we, we don't have, like, so many brooms. Because I remember when we were, like kid my we were, we were going like picnic to like some like rustic houses uh-huh. and they had broom but when they decided to clean uh, like they had so many broom because they like each person has to clean one room and oh it gotcha take, it take long time to all right, all right, all right, all right, i'll give you that i mean you know <laughs> even though donatel's an inventor we've seen him like event stuff and also we've also seen that the sewers actually has electricity <sighs> But all right, but this is the big reason why I felt bad that I skipped over this scene because this scene when they're cleaning up has my absolute favorite section, <laughs> which is <laughs> that's right. So at five minutes fifty six seconds. We hear Raphael shouting, Banzai! Now, when he's shouting that, we we see Donato, he's flipping. And he's, he's, like, cleaning up. And then, right immediately after that, like, Donato actually starts uh, talking. Now, when Raphael shouts that word, no, we don't see Donatello's mouth move or anything like that. Uh, but, the fact is... Focus on the focus is on Donatello. Yes. I mean, you know, it's not like we hear Raphael like off to the side. No, the focus is on Donatello. Even though his mouth's not moving, I'm still counting as wrong turtle talking. Yes. And that's only an uh, instance I have of that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's have fun. Let's let's consider that the rank. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, one hundred percent. I do. Now. So after all this, after. After, uh, you know, the turtles find out that turtles are being captured and everything, the, um, there's a point where they're like, okay, we gotta, all right, like, they're, the turtles are like, all right, we gotta go save these turtles, and they're like, yeah, because we're, we're heroes in a half shell. Remember the theme song? Oh, yes, yes. And so that's like, okay, that's our first instance of, like, our fourth wall breaking in this episode. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking in this episode. I mean, I'm almost tempted to make a new sound bite for fourth wall breaking. I think you should. I think I should. Because th- I, this one in particular... We already we already lost 
Uh, Liz Horshaw. Yeah, I know. We I know we lost Liz Horshaw, <laughs> but I, I I think we need a I do think we need a soundbite for uh for for the fourth wall breaking. You know, let us guys let us know if you guys think we need a soundbite for that. <laughs> so we get to the we get to the next scene where the turtles are in the turtle van. But I, have, uh, but uh, before that, I want to mention because uh, when they were uh, putting all those turtles. Uh, Shredder was saying that these are wrong turtles. Yes, yes. I, sure. I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I like that. And then that's, that's also here when uh, Shredder actually says the title of the episode. He's a turtle source everywhere, not a ninja among them. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was... I'm wondering if, if like, they took that line and they're like, hey, let's make this the episode title, or they come up with the episode title first. I was thinking the same thing. I have a feeling uh, they uh, Shredder said that first, then they chose to. That's what I'm thinking too. I think Shredder said that first, and they're like, "Okay, let's go." Like, I could see this as like something like where when they wrote it, like they probably like tiled it, maybe something else, maybe it was like save the turtle. Yeah, something like that, and then like. And then, like, in the middle of writing, when they gave Shredder that line of, like, turtles, turtles everywhere, they're like, that's a good episode title. Yes. That's what I think. Uh, like, but yeah. So, now we're at the turtles uh, driving the van. And, like, you know, Leo's driving the van. I, I note this because Raphael's still not driving the van. Yeah. <laughs> I am like, we're trying to, I'm going to find out. When we find Raphael driving the van... We've only seen him drive the uh, fly the blip. We have not seen him drive the van. He's the only turtle has not driven driving the van. I, I told you he doesn't have a license. Right. And did you see Donatello was eating a chewing gum? No, that was Mikey. It was Mikey. Yeah, Mikey was. Yeah, M- Mikey was. Because uh, I wrote here, Mikey litter bug. <laughs> so Mikey gets a chewing gum, and he he chews the gum and then he throws the wrapper out the window. So wrong. I know, so wrong. You know, you know, and I, I wrote this down because I really was like, I was like, I was like, this is what you really want to show kids that the throw the show the chewing gum wrapper, but it does come back up, and I I, I appreciate the writers doing this because obviously at this point the the garbage trucks that go and like try to attack the turtles, and uh, they destroy that one garbage truck, <laughs> like it's on the side and everything. And, and they're like, why was it chasing after us? And Michael was like, oh, it's my fault. I littered. And, like, you know, so at least they show, hey, kids, if you litter, th- these mean these mean garbage trucks are going to come after you and start attacking your van. <laughs> and if you don't have swords, um, if you don't have swords and a laser in your vehicle, you're, you're going to get caught. So... We have another uh, force wall uh, breaking. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Mikey mentioned the music. Okay, well, before we get there, actually, because I have uh, uh, I have something to talk about before there, because uh, oh. I I didn't write that down. But um, before we get there, this is where the news crew is on the beach, and this is where we see. This is where we first see the Galapagos turtle. Oh, yes. And, like, you know, they're explaining, okay, uh, the Galapagos turtle is an, an endangered uh, species, 
which I believe it was at that time. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and I meant to research this before before we recorded, but my bad, guys. Um, but uh, but I remember there was like a I remember there was a sea turtle during this time that was endangered. I don't know if it's still endangered or not, but uh, but yeah. And they're explaining like, okay, yeah, yeah, the turtle's gonna lay the eggs, and and they're saying the importance of this turtle because they're like, oh, if she doesn't do this, then the species will be gone forever. Now, my problem is, this, like, this is after April half-jokingly tells Leo that turtles are being captured. And so she's aware yes. that, 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 that th- things are happening. And you would think that the news crew is out here because they're like, oh, there could be a chance that this turtle could get captured. And then... The turtle gets captured. And while the truck is over there, everyone is just standing. As, like, they see the arm just extend out, wrap around the turtle. <laughs> and they're just, like, they're just standing there, just like, oh, oh, look, oh, look, there goes the turtle. It's being... Yes, for a second, I was nervous. I was like, even if he had some eggs, <laughs> they're, like, all gone. I, I, I know, exactly. And I... The, like, my my thing is, like, you would think, you would think, like, especially, like, the scientists over there, and, like, be like, oh, this is the last of his kind, we gotta, like, we gotta make sure this happens, and you would think, like, he would do anything. He would do everything to kind of go and try to shut this thing down, or, like, I mean... Like, yeah, like, they, they really to be were. honest, I think this stupid stuff happened in the real world. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I think you're right about that, too. That people do, like, very obvious mistake for the endangered, like, animals. Right, right. No, I, de- I definitely agree with you. But, so, after after that happens, this is, like, this is, like, where, at that point, like, you know, because, uh, that's where, that's when... That's when, like, April, like, contacts the turtles about it, and all of a sudden, like, the the turtles are chasing down this truck, and the music starts getting all, like, that, that exciting music, mm-hmm. and then Mikey, Mikey goes and says, oh, isn't this music excellent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that 100% a fourth wall breaking moment right there. <laughs> that was very cool. Yeah, I, I like that. All right. So, something I really want to, something I really want to add is, um, so... When Power Rangers first, first like, coming on TV. Uh Like, uh, when it first came on, like, my brother was a huge fan. And I actually, at that point, I wasn't. I I, I, I thought it was kind of goofy at that time. (laughs) Like, it, it, it took me a while to warm up to Power Rangers, to be honest. But I just remember every time, every time I watch it with him. And then, and then it gets into the Megazord fights, and and like, like I, I was always like telling him like, because it gets to the Megazord fights and the Megazord would be losing, and then all of a sudden, like the sword would drop from the sky, it starts playing the Power Rangers theme song, and all of a sudden like they'd win in a heartbeat, 
And so I go to my brother. And I said, I said, you know what? If I was the bad guy, and if I hear the Power Rangers music playing, <laughs> I would like just run. I would run and I would like just like just just hightail it out of there because every time that pirate's music plays, like someone die, the bad guy dies, <laughs> and he, I my, the real life was like <laughs> exactly. And my brother's response was, "I don't think they actually hear the music playing." <laughs> My response was like, I, I know the, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, really... oh, so cute. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, 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 that, that's what, like, as soon as like, Mikey mentioned that, that's all I could think of was that my, my silly conversation with my brother at that time. <laughs> so... <laughs> So at this, so at this point, like we're back with the bad guys, and like, this is like where, like, Shredder's like kind of like done with these like turtles, because. But there was a, uh, before that there was a scene that, they, when they drop all the turtles, we see Shredder, with a bowl of water and right. there are some turtles inside his head. Right. Swimming. Right. I I thought that was very funny. Yeah, no, no, that that was really funny. But no, no, I'm still talking about this scene. Oh, but okay. because because Shredder's kind of like done with these turtles because like the, the turtles, the turtles are like biting his biting his boot, um, stepping on his feet. They're, they're just doing all this crazy stuff. At one point, at one point, there's a turtle. He bites his butt, boot, boot, uh-huh. and Shredder like like flings him and goes towards Bebop, and this turtle now is beating biting Bebop's nose. Yes. And Bebop calls this turtle a green geek. <laughs> Do you know what color that turtle was? It, it was, was brown. 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 And like, it just, in my mind, right there, I really was like, you know those memes, you had like one job? Yes. And like, I felt like this was like the the animator or the artist, like or the colorist, whoever was in charge of like doing the color. Like, like, because uh, obviously, the line comes before the animation does. Uh huh. And so, when like, Bebop says you green geek, like you would think like they'd be like, oh, we gotta make sure that this is a green turtle. <laughs> that's biting Bebop. You know, now you're saying that he's saying it. I'm just thinking, how cool is this uh, name, Green Geek? Green Geek. <laughs> But yeah, like, 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 it really was, like, like, because half the turtles are green, half the turtles are brown at this point, and, like, I, I want to say even, like, no, I want to say more, like, 70% of these turtles are green, and they just chose, they chose a brown turtle to be for this one line. I'm like, alright, alright, guys, come on, come on, <laughs> you could at least, you could at least just color them green. And like that would have been more correct. It's just that I, I mean, that was wrong, guys. Uh, so now we're now we're back with the turtles. The turtles are like outside the building. 
I was laughing to the conversation of you and your brother. <laughs> so, so now we're now we're outside the building. The, the like the turtles are outside the building. They're trying to like figure out a plan on like how to get in and everything. And I just want to note that like we're, we're seeing like these trucks drive into the building. I mean, you know, it's a looping animation of the tr- trucks like driving into the building. While the turtles are, like, standing out there? Uh-huh. None of the trucks are grabbing the turtles. The trucks are programmed to kidnap turtles. <laughs> there are four large turtles <laughs> five feet away from you. And you're just ignoring it. Like, it, like, it, it is like this... Weird blind spot that the turtles found. Maybe because they're mutated turtles? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the, the, the trucks are ignoring the turtles so they can, like, start coming up with plans. And then, of course, we see a uh, phone booth. And did you hear what uh, Raph was saying? Yeah. All right, so Raph said... Oh, no, the phone booth belongs to another superhero. Which superhero? Super, okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, Doctor Who. No, no, okay. That would have, to be honest, that would have been a good one. <laughs> but uh, doc, at this point, Doctor Who was not popular in, in America. Uh-huh. Uh, it was still going on in BBC. I mean, it was still going on in the UK. It just didn't really, it really wasn't, um, like that popular in America at that point. Superman was known to change his outfit in the phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. So alright, this is this is a line that would like it's for like this generation, they would not understand. Because <laughs> obviously because phone booths are not here anymore. Yes. Like we're not seeing Superman change his outfit in a phone booth anymore. <laughs> but it really was. Like, Superman was known. He was known to, like, run into the phone booth, cha- uh, change into, uh, change into like, his Superman outfit. Like, you know, because he'd be Clark Kent into the, pho- into the phone booth, then he'd come out of Superman. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's what I actually, I had a lunchbox. At a lunch packet box, box as a kid, and it had like this drawing, and it would it would like this drawing of like Clark Kent like running to the phone booth, and then you get to the phone booth, and then after, and then you'd see Superman fly out of the phone booth. Uh-huh. I, I I remember like I had that like I really liked that lunchbox. I was like I, I don't know I think I was like ten or something like that when I had it, <laughs> but like I, I'll I'll never forget that lunchbox. It, it, I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, that but that's that's why Raph was saying saying that. But obviously, like I said, I this generation, I don't think they knew that Superman changed clothes in a phone booth. Like I we've had like several Superman movies in the past like I wanna say ten years. Yes. And I don't think any of them made a phone booth like joke at all. Like, you know, like, not even a reference yes. to, a, to a phone booth. So, like, I mean, this is just something that's just 
this is something that's just completely gone. And, like, I don't know, I have to watch the Superman, uh, the Superman series from the 90s again. I don't even think that, I don't even think that show made a reference to, to the phone booth. Maybe there was a one episode or not. But I don't, I don't think they made a re- reference to the phone booth at all either. So, uh, yeah. Um, so Donatello, he goes into the phone booth. And once Donatello goes into the phone booth... That's when the well, that's when the um that's when the garbage truck was like, oh, that's a turtle. Let's take this, <laughs> and still ignoring the other three turtles, I might add. It takes Donatello, but the, uh, like I said, the other the, the wherever the turtles were, whatever spot they were standing in, that spot was like the blind spot. They just knew that okay, the the trucks can't see us here. We're invisible. So, at this point, they take Donatello, and then here's another fourth wall breaking moment where Raphael says, Oh, like, oh man, this would be a great place to put a cliffhanger right now. Oh. Yeah, and because it goes in commercial break, and that's Uh why. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, like, you know, DVD-wise, it doesn't make sense. But, like, you know, it did fade to black. Uh-huh. So, but but that but th- that's why. Like. That's cool. Do you, do you think, uh, like, in other episodes we get this much? Uh... Oh, oh, there's a lot. I, I did. Like, Raphael was the main contender of it. But, like, this episode, like, this episode, like I said, this episode was, like, I felt like this episode, they were like, okay, we're where we're where well where that we're a cartoon. <laughs> like this is, I, I think this is like the the part where they're like, okay, you know what, we can just do whatever we want now. We definitely need the sound effect, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we get to a point where, like you know, like Shredder, like you know, because uh, April's tied up, uh, uh, April's captured. Um, I forgot to we forgot to mention that April got captured by the um by the truck after the the sea turtle got got captured. Uh, we forgot to mention that. Sorry people. <laughs> I thought you mentioned it. Um no You we, mentioned it in general, we, but you didn't say exactly. Yeah, that. we didn't say exactly, yeah. I thought since we were seeing it in our mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But like um but at this point, like, you know, because April's tied up, she's in the room full of turtles. With, uh, uh, with, with Shredder. And Donatello. Yeah, I was about to say, this is the part where Donatello comes in. Because, um, because, like, like, April's like, oh, the turtles are gonna come any minute now, and, uh, through the door and everything, and then this is, like, when Donatello, like, Slide. slides in through the phone booth. Now, the weird part is, before... I just, I just thought that the... Phone booth was a little extra. It probably, to be honest, it was. I mean, they just they just wanted to have a way to have Donatello captured and like trapped. Uh-huh. They just chose, chose they just chose the phone booth. Now before because when Donatello was in the phone booth and he was talking, he, it was clear. Even when he was like, even with like Roxanne and Bebop, uh, when he, when he was interacting with them. It was clear. Then all of a sudden, like, we get to him, like, in the room with Shredder and April. And all of a sudden, like, his sound is, like, kind of muffled now. Because it's through the door. 
Uh-huh. I, I just thought it was weird that they chose, like, now. Like, oh, now, now uh, it's a little harder to hear him. <laughs> I just I just thought that was kind of weird. And here we go. It's like, like I said, another fourth wall breaking moment. Uh, because Shredder starts talking. And Donnie goes, oh, man. Who writes the dialogue for this person? Oh. <laughs> and um, and then, and then, Donatello responds with like another quip, and April goes like, "Oh, and you're complaining about him and his um corny written dialogue." Yes, yes, that was very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, not technically fourth. I mean, but it's like, I mean. I mean, it to me it, it acknowledges enough. It's fourth wall. It is fourth wall because they are like yes, they are like telling us oh, oh this is not real. Right. No, no, no. I, I definitely agree. And then while this is all going on, the other three turtles they're trying to now they're trying to like climb up the uh the building, the very tall building. I might add. Yes. And like. Like at first, I'm thinking like, oh, man, oh, look, look how smart they are. They're they're using the van, so they can use the van like so, so the the machine not know that they're turtles. And then like you know the van fires out the grappling hooks, and then, uh, the three of them start climbing. For some reason, Raph and Mikey are faster than Leo. <laughs> like, um, but. They climb up, and as soon as they get, like, halfway up the building, the arms, like, come out from the building and grab them both. Yes, from nowhere. From nowhere, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the, the Dr. Seuss hands are, like... I mean, we've seen the, these Dr. Seuss hands, like, everywhere in this building, and, like, they just appear out of the side of the building. And... Um... And then, uh... Then Mike, then uh, Leonardo comes to save them. Right, Leonardo comes to save them, and like so he goes and he slices off the hands, off, and while he's slicing off the hands, he also slices off the rope. And here is like, here's where like, they just it is it, a cartoon now. Yeah, the characters like, are connected to nowhere and they don't fall because they're still not paying attention. Right, 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 right. Mikey and Raph, they have the ropes, like, completely cut from the building. And, and they're, like, suspended in the air. And, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, Looney Tunes, they look down and they see, oh, wait, we have to fall now. <laughs> and so then they, so then they fall. This plane fails. So the turtles come up with another plan. Wearing a costume. Wearing a costume. And here we see they're outside the building and Dump 1000, it like the eyes are going and looking at the turtles up and down and everything. And I wrote like, okay, Dump 1000 can't recognize that they're turtles in costumes. Like... Like, I thought this was supposed to be an advanced machine. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, it's like... Mm, 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 mm. Okay, and then, and then, and then, and then it asked, like, then I was like, okay, what's the password? 
I remember when uh, one day we went to Dubai. Yeah. And uh, in the airport, they had um, uh, they had something that they were scanning our eyes. Oh, they had like something like the scan. Yes. Like that, that's Pe- like people's... Minority Report like like stuff. Yes, they were scanning like everyone's eyes. So weird. It was like a salon. Yeah, they, yeah. they had some machines. You have to put your eyes that they scan it, and then you pass. Like wow, that's like like you would see that in like the like the movies and be like, oh, we need to see your eyes so you can get into the bank or something like that. Yes, exactly. It was scary. I was like, why they're doing that? Oh my god, that that that's insane. <laughs> they're rich. Was it? I said they are rich. Uh, yeah, of course they're yeah. It's, it's Dubai. I mean, Dubai. Is very rich. Wow. But we do find out what the actual password is this time because Raphael says it by accident. A stinking password? Yeah, well, it's stinking actually because he said, oh, stinking is the password. Because, <laughs> like, because Ra- Raph tries to be like, we don't need no stinking password because, uh, because the, um, you know, it's like that play off that phrase that people know, like, uh, badges. We don't need no stinking badges, and I cannot remember what movie that's from. When they said that, I, it reminded me of uh, how I rename my files when I'm not happy. <laughs> yes, yes. When Anna's not happy, like her files, it's like these really like crude, not safe for work names on it. Cause like she gets like mad, like when I see so many errors. Yeah, when you see so many errors, I mean, they're like we've uploaded like <laughs> videos and like on on YouTube and like I swear YouTube like would flag them and be like this, like we can't accept this because of the name. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just if, if if things does not go right, like that's where you're gonna see like. Anna's like mean side, like, <laughs> like some sometimes I'll look at like some of the stuff like uh, like she edits or some of the pictures. Um, uh, she she uses a Photoshop and everything, and then I'll read the file names and I'll like, oh, this crashed a lot. This are like or or maybe like or is like oh I asked her I asked her to make too many changes. <laughs> Because I have an art director who is so picky. <laughs> is that why uh, Raphael is kicking my head in, the, in our latest video? <laughs> That's a Raphael that you post. <laughs> I didn't post him to kick my head. I just posed him kicking. It was a cool... But it came out like a perfect uh, thumbnail. It did. It did come out like a, as a great thumbnail. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so people, if you're curious what we're talking about, check uh, the Raphael video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check, check out our Raphael uh, Super Seven review uh, video if you want to see. If you want to see the great thumbnail of Raphael kicking me in the head, <laughs> and I'm smiling about it. I'm just like over there, just like, oh yay, Raphael's <laughs> kicking me. The turtles are fighting against uh, Roxanne and Bebop, and we see Roxanne and Bebop like in the trash, like they're about to get um hit by the trash compactor. Uh huh. And like, especially since 
we saw Vernon about to be hit by this, and we're like, you know, it gave that sense of like danger, like, oh no, oh no, something really bad's gonna happen to Vernon. Well, Roxanne, Roxanne and Bebop, they get hit with this. It's like, like I said, it's a cartoon. Like, yes, for a minute, I was, I was scared. I was like, uh, what happens to them? Is... Right, 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 right. Are they gonna get crushed? Yes. Like, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh. Like Looney Tunes again. They're just like, oh, we're 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 trapped we're we're trapped in a box of garbage now. <sighs> when you would think they would get like crushed, and especially like every time like the danger in Ninja Turtles is supposed to be like real danger. And this one just I I just think the last act, like I think just the last act, they just got like the 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 more the cartoony animators into this, and they do like they're like, oh, we know how to draw like silly wacky stuff. I think before uh, I think on the break, uh, they're they were watching some Looney Tunes, right? And then the, then they went back to the work. They're like, oh, let's get creative. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That's probably what happened during that commercial break the animators were, were watching looney tunes and then that that's what we got <laughs> that's what we got we got some uh road runner and coyote kind of shenanigans going on right now <laughs> like we just need the word acme in there next time <laughs> and at this point donnie says like oh i think that oh oh i think the turtles are coming and i thought that was weird from donnie because Donnie's a turtle. And in like in my mind that that okay. That would be like me like like out here out here like you know my family like they're coming at the door and I'd be like oh Human I think that the humans are coming. <laughs> like I like I would say no, uh, my family's coming. My brothers are coming. Like, like, why, like, why is Donnie, like, saying, like, why is Donnie saying, like, oh, the turtle, because if it was April, then it would make sense, like, oh, the turtles are coming, because that, that's, she refers to them as. No, you know, you see, like, when you're with your friends, you say, um, okay, guys, guys, listen. Yeah. So, uh, that's how the, uh, Donnie is saying, turtles are coming, turtles is like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would say, I, th- I think it'd make more sense if he said the guys are coming. <laughs> I, mean, I, I see what you're saying. I still think it's weird. I think it's, I, I think it's weird that Donnie said it like that. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I don't have an answer. You have to ask your brother to give you one of those sharp answers. <laughs> I know, exactly. I definitely do. <laughs> so... So so during all this, towards the end, this is where the Galapagos turtle starts helping out April. Mm-hmm. And you see her, she's biting April's rope uh, to, to free her. Yes. Which makes sense. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. She, you know, <laughs> it, 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 um, it's a turtle. It's not a snapping turtle. It's a sea turtle. But still... I I think the turtles like jaw might be able to bite bite the rope. Yes. Then what do we see her next do next? 
<laughs> he goes and like bite the metal. Yeah, bite the metal chain. <laughs> and it is like, okay, come on. And it's so easy. It's so easy. It's the, like the turtles that they they can even bite the plastic and they're in danger and now they bite the middle. Exactly, exactly. So are you telling me that it's okay for me to drop metal chains in the ocean, but heaven forbid I put a plastic straw? <laughs> By the way, don't throw plastic straws um it um in the ocean. I don't want to see any more of those uh the the last thing I hate to see is those turtles. Ew! Oh, yeah. they're so gross. Why people share like uh, like the animals in Tertiary? Please don't share it. Just Please don't just, share that. No, no, just no. put the message that don't do this. Yeah, put the message don't do this. I don't want to see those things. I mean, Ew. I get why I get why you're doing that because you wanted to have the shock value, but I don't want to see it. I mean, you know. Yes, but also if they show it so much, people used to it and it's not bothering them anymore, and right. they keep doing what are they doing? Right. But you know what? I, I'm just gonna say this right now, like plastic, like plastic and ocean. Please don't do that. Like you know, uh, you, you know, because we have to save lives. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, turtles are our friends. We have a whole podcast full of turtles, and we we gotta save them. Yes. <laughs> He's one of those cool metal straws. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, actually, I, I like those uh, metal straws. What, what's awesome about the metal straws? You put them like in like ice water, and it makes like your water like cold. It's actually really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it it it, it kind of keeps it cool, like for uh, for a while. I prefer metal over the silicon. That's me personally. Uh-huh. Right. Um, the bamboo paper straws. No, I don't like those. <laughs> It really feels like... like after, you're after, eating a tree. Yes, it does. It feels like you're eating a tree. <laughs> all right. All right. Back to the episode here. Because now... All right. So at this point, uh, uh, April and Donnie will actually... It's actually April who finds the device. Because she's like, oh, this is a weird, really weird turtle. And Donnie's like, oh, no, that's a device. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and... Uh, but they get the device out of the computer and dump 1000 is back to normal. And so at this point, dump 1000 uh, throws Shredder, Rocksteady, and Bebop back in the transport module. And then we see dump 1000 take all of its hands, puts it together. I'm making a bunch. And makes it a Megazord hand. <laughs> oh, seriously, that moment I saw the um, Zordon face in front of me. <laughs> the Zordon face in front of me. Even if I don't follow <laughs> Power Ranger, but I saw it. <laughs> I just saw it. And like, it really, it's like, it's like, I mean, I, I never, I never understood the, like, like, because a lot of cartoons do this, do, like, we're like, like, oh, we'll take a lot of things we put it together and it makes one big thing. I, I don't think it, I don't I don't think it works like that. I mean, you know, I have I have a lot of marbles. I can put all the marbles together. It won't make one big marble. All it does is just makes a mess. But we see it forms one giant hand and it smacks the transport module back into the Technodrome. Can I say like uh 
I, I just rem I just remembered a uh, a funny comic caricature. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It was I think it was from a an artist called Mordillo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It it was a funny character. He was he was walking and it was raining, and uh, the guy get mad at the uh, at the rain and then. He look at the sky and scream so loud, no! And then, <laughs> and then suddenly the, the rain stop. Then he's walking again, and then we see that's only like the biggest drop of water ever. <laughs> like all those rains, they, they all together no. join, and it was a very big drop and falling on his head. <laughs> So this was this thing was something like that. I I, I totally believe that. <laughs> but yeah, so from all so after after all that, we the final scene we see that uh, the Galapagos turtle lays her eggs, covers the eggs in sand. Like ob- obviously the animators did some homework and knows exactly how the turtle like does the eggs the sea turtle does the eggs and as it leaves into the ocean um and it again animated so well like when the when the turtle's like by itself it's like it's like a nature animation yes it was yeah and we see the turtle like uh uh leave leave the ocean like it naturally does because uh sea turtles uh fortunately they don't see their mother like they just, like, you know, they just kind of go... Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. That's a whole hot noise. I know, I know. They, yeah, they, they get born, they, uh, once they get born, they go, uh, they go into the, uh, ocean, and then they that's, just... That's so unfair. Uh, why, why is it like that? Uh, that's just the way how nature is. I don't like it. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's... I lose my respect for the turtles. <laughs> but... Well, we see, we see Mikey, he's as sad as Anna is right now. And, and like, April's like, oh, and, like, she, he, he said, he mentions that, like, um, he think it, it reminds him of his, of his mother. Like, you know, something that never really comes up in Ninja Turtles. They won't really talk about mom. Yes. Like, um, and so April's like... April's trying to cheer him up with uh, with pizza, and obviously, like Mikey takes totally takes that advantage, and he was like, "Oh, let's go back to the garbage area because I could find some I found some cool toppings over there." As the other three turtles are disgusted, and that's how the episode ends. So, um, I just have a question for the guy who, like, um. Pick up our trash. Yes. Why? <laughs> Why every week he pick up everything, but like in whole neighborhood, he pick up everything, but he always like uh like drop some random tr- trash in our yard. I I, I don't know. <laughs> That's all. I, I I was like, we get all right. <laughs> Especially because of the wind, uh, and the way our our driveway is like, cause our. Our driveway has like a big hill going downwards, so we get like we get everyone's like leaves. It's annoying, and but we also get everyone's like trash, and so like in our yard we just get like these random pieces 
of trash. We're like, huh? like, and like, because like they dropped some. Yeah. And we got like everyone's. I don't know. Obviously, we need dump one thousand over here. Yes, right. We, we need we need dump one thousand over here to sweep up. <laughs> well, overall, what did you think about this episode? Um, it it was a cute episode. Yeah, it it, it was cute. Uh, one hundred percent. I really like the way they uh they animated like how the messy boys are. Yeah. It was so much like you see that. How they were cleaning, how they were making a mess. It was something, like, you see a lot. Right. No, I definitely agree with you. Uh, 100%, I will say this is a pretty forgettable episode. Like, nothing nothing major really happens. Uh, we have we see a lot of turtles. Yes. Uh, and I think, I mean, to be honest, like, now for me, like, this, I think I'm more, I think this episode is more memorable, more memorable. For the fact that, like, they beautifully draw the turtles when we see them. I think it was it was a cool concept, but it was too educational. It, right. it wasn't, like, cool enough for the kids to remember. Right. No, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. I definitely agree with you there. It, it is, like, and, you know, there's I will say, like, they, they have, like, some, like, check marks to put, like, hey... Let's put some, like, educational stuff in this action cartoon. Like, hey, let's let the kids know how turtles lay eggs. Let's let the kids know that uh, that littering is wrong. Like, let's let the kids know that cleaning can be cool. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you there. Um, but, yeah. Like I said, our next episode we will be looking at is my absolute favorite episode. Of all time, which is Cowabunga Shredhead. <laughs> um, I mean, like uh, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I really want, I really would love your guys' interaction. I would love some voicemails. I want to, I really want to hear from you guys. I want to hear either how you guys feel about this episode, or I want to hear what's your favorite episode. Or even give summary and make it easier for me. <laughs> or give a summary for Anna. You know, <laughs> like, like, uh, uh, the, yeah, let, uh, if you, who, whoever out there wants to give a summary, give a summary. We would love to have that um, as, as a voice. But we, I really want to keep, I really want to treat this special because it is like uh, one of my favorite episodes. Just uh, this is one that's so memorable for me. And... I went and bought the VHS for it uh, because that's how much I liked it as a kid. Especially, I, I know I mentioned this uh, before in another podcast, but my parents did not like uh, us to own like video cassettes of anything. And the fact is that like they let me buy this as a kid like was like a big breakthrough for me. <laughs> because like th- this was something that like they just didn't they, they always felt like buying video cassettes was like a waste of money <laughs> so uh i really want to h- hear from you guys we won't be here next week next week we're taking it off but we will be back uh in uh two weeks the first week of december uh, so, uh, if you guys listen out there, we hope you guys have a great and happy Thanksgiving. However, 
you're celebrating it. Hopefully you guys are able to celebrate it with family. Uh, if you can't because of the current um, situation, hopefully you find creative ways to at least find a way to talk to your family. And hopefully you guys have a great vacation. And remember, on Thanksgiving, don't eat turtle soup. Eat turkey. That's right. Don't eat turtle soup. <laughs> eat turkey. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. See ya. See ya. <laughs> you don't want to say bye. You don't want to go bye. Bye. <laughs> Julie, no. Let's see ya. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.